Hello, everybody. It's Pastor Chip, and thanks for tuning in again. So, um, today it started off rainy, rainy and windy. And then I had a friend of mine, he's so thoughtful. Keith thought so much of me, he, he, he came over in his pickup and he brought the sun to me. And, uh, now I'm sitting here on my porch enjoying the sun and listening to the water run through the streams and the wildlife, the trees. It's just a beautiful place. Saw a big red-headed woodpecker a while ago. I'm not sure how tall he is. They must be a foot tall. They're big, but squirrels... Little critters running around. But I got to thinking about water. So I'm chasing the rabbit here, okay? So water. You know, where I live, there's no lack of water. There's water running across my property in different areas and streams. I've got a pond in my yard. I've got water coming out of the ground in different places. There's water everywhere. And then I think about the water in the United States. We pretty much have water, for the most part, everywhere. Now, out in Las Vegas and California, they're having droughts. But here again, this is places that we have overpopulated. Greater, greater demand than there is supply. But yet we have the ability to ship water anywhere in the United States that people need water. Most of us have food. Most of us have a roof over our head. Uh, money of some amount. And I got to thinking again about how blessed we are as a nation today. We're a we're a great nation. Not as great as we used to be. But we're still up in the top percentages of the world. And I don't know if a lot of you know or not that when they came to America, when they discovered America, a lot of people referred to this as coming to the new promised land. Now, we were the land of milk and honey. And there was a time when this was the land of milk and honey. You know, Great Britain, you know, that's uh, England, Scotland, Wales, 
Ireland. There was a time when they were all about to starve to death. But because of America, they were shipping food and lumber back to Great Britain as fast as they could haul it. It seemed to be that America was the land of endless milk and honey. By the way, what does it mean when we say milk and honey? Uh, I looked it up. So, the meaning, biblically, was the land could support livestock in crazy proportions that there was unlimited milk. And honey meant that of all the crops that you could grow, the bees could pollinate, fertilize the crops, and there would be an abundance of honey. Literally nothing was in short supply. But look at us today. We're kind of on the downhill slope now. We're not doing too good. We're not living up to the land of milk and honey like we used to be. We used to be the breadbasket of the world. The Midwest could feed people everywhere. In Exodus 3... 8 and 10, the Lord says, So I have come down to deliver them out of the land of the Egyptians and to bring them up from the land to a good and large large land, to a land flowing with milk and honey, to the place of the Canaanites and the Hittites and the Amorites and the Perizzites and the Hivites and the Jebusites. You could pretty much... Uh, say that that's where we are today. All those people could be the lands of the Indians, the Germans, the Italians, the Irish, the people from the African countries, the people from the, from the Middle East, the Middle Eastern countries. That's all of us now in the land of milk and honey. And he says in 9, Now therefore behold, the cry of the children of Israel has come to me. I have also seen the oppression of which the Egyptians oppressed them. Come now, therefore, and I will send you to Pharaoh that you may bring my people the children of Israel, out of Egypt. Well, let's just... Let's play a game. Let's just say that we're the children of Israel today, the Christians, the remnant of God's people. And let's say that the Egyptians are our government that oppresses us. But can we say 
like he said in verse 9, the cry of the children of Israel has come to me. Can we say that we're such a godly people today that the Lord can hear our cries? I don't know. I think the next time that the Lord leads us out of a land into the promised land, it's going to be the promised land of heaven. I think the Lord is through doing great moves and migrations of people. Now He's just going to take His children home. And you know I don't blame him whatsoever. I mean, I I get doggone tired of people that say that they're um, Christians and they care about people and yet they they use religion to oppress people. They preach down to people. They preach legalism and tradition. These people don't know about grace. These people are strong-armed thugs stealing and abusing their parishioners under the name of religion. They create their own little empires. I don't know. I I sit and I think about the things that was done in the Bible and what the Lord wants and how His grace is sufficient for us all and I think the Lord probably says, I'm tired of moving people around. That's why he sent Jesus, you know. He he got tired of dealing with the um, Israel people, telling them to, what to do and how to live and, you know, to pray and the sacrificial system and all that, and they just they wouldn't get it. They kept rebelling, so finally he sends Jesus, right? That one and only sacrificial lamb of God that paid the price for all of us. Now what's required of us? We don't have to kill the firstborn. We don't have to do grain offerings. We don't have to do all the Hail Marys and the rosaries and the stuff like some churches say. We just need to pray, seek the Lord, repent, and be saved. You know, the Lord's in the business of saving lives and Sadly, there's a lot of people that just, they don't have time for it. 
They'd rather be of the world. Is that what's going to happen to us all, to a lot of people? They're just going to be... too busy for God, but when they need Him, they want Him to be there. So I thought about the land of milk and honey. You know, Middle East and Israel today is... It's not green like the United States, like a lot of it is. We truly are the land of milk and honey. We're the land of religious freedom. And the people in the Middle East are fighting every day for their lives. I don't understand. We've got it so good. I sit here and I'm sitting here watching the squirrel eating the feed over here. Oh, Mr. Squirrel's in the land of milk and honey. Got this guy feeding them and water and we got people that they just can't be satisfied with anything what's going to come of us people what's going to come of our country our way of life. When are the people of God going to return to God? I think, maybe I'm wrong. You know, God destroyed Israel several times, cast them out into captivity, into Babylon. You know, there was remnants of them left. Who's to say that's not going to happen to us? Who's not? Who's to say that some country's not going to destroy us as what we know it to be and becomes a land of somebody else's milk and honey? I don't think y'all understand the Constitution. There's nothing on there that says that we're going to last forever. There's no guarantees that we will stand, we will last, that we will prosper. The only guarantee that any of us have are are the Christians that we will one day live in the true land of the milk and honey. And this is Pastor Chip. Thank you for... Listen, God bless, be safe, and have a good day.